Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Sky Now. This is an astrology podcast during which we take a look at the planetary placements and events for the coming week. I'm Duncan, and I'm coming to you from my studio, Tarot de Soleil, here in Milan, Montreal, a place where I do astrology and tarot sessions for people live in person and via Zoom for folks out there in the greater world. How are you guys doing? The Queen died Thursday. And I think the best measure of this remarkable woman's reach and influence is that no matter where in the world I would have made that statement, whomever I would have made it to would have immediately known exactly who I was referring to. The Queen was the Queen. And certainly Queen Elizabeth II lived up to the high standards for the name that Queen Elizabeth I set, both in length of reign and in accomplishment. Now, at 96, one cannot be surprised at someone's passing, but I will say I was shaken. You know, <laughs> you know, uh, I was in between clients and looking at my computer and I saw, and, uh, you know, and, and yeah, I was, I was shaken and uh, I've been quite sad ever since. Certainly the death of no political leader has evoked the level of loss I feel now. And that's what I feel as loss, you know, there's, uh, a pillar, a, a, a huge pillar is, um, has gone. You know, definitely uh, no celebrity has, uh, you know, has shaken me this way uh, at their death. You know, not even David Bowie. And, you know, David Bowie, I saw, I saw Bowie perform 11 times uh, uh, live in person in the 1970s when I was a team. And then, and then once more in the 1980s and twice more in 1990. And I love David Bowie. The Queen has been in my life for the entirety of my life. You know, when I was a child uh, in the 1960s, seven out of ten Canadians were of British descent with deep ties to Britain, the monarchy, and the Commonwealth. Another one or, you know, uh, another two or 2.5 Canadians were, you know, of French or other European descent. You know, and, and, and every morning in school in the early 60s, we, sta we stood and sang God Save the Queen. Um... Now, the Canada of today is more diverse than it was uh, back then due to immigration initiated in, uh, by Trudeau the Elder during the 1970s. And that has certainly enriched the mix of the nation and, uh, and added to the cultural blend in very positive ways. Um, but, you know, Canada is part of the British Commonwealth and our system is a constitutional monarchy and her calm countenance has been everywhere on official portraits in schools uh, in government offices, on our money, and on our TV sets. And she was certainly somebody who understood, you know, kind of like Kennedy, in a sense, a peer of hers, um, you know, how to, uh, how to utilize television to get a message across and to present well on television. Um, Queen Elizabeth's life was a life of service to tradition, office, and her people. Uh, you know, to her people, to the people of uh, the Commonwealth at large. She assumed the throne upon her son, father's death, you know, in uh, 1952. Um, in the early 50s, Britain was just recovering, just having finished up playing, a, you know, the major role, a key role in defeating the worst evil the world has ever known, Hitler and Nazi Germany uh, during World War II in the 1940s. Now, to do so, alignment was formed briefly with the second greatest evil the world has known, Stalin and his version, version of Marxism. 
Initially, though, Stalin had aligned with Hitler. It was only when Hitler betrayed Stalin Stalin and invaded Russia did Stalin join the fight against uh, Hitler and Nazism. During the war, the young princess enlisted in the armed forces and worked in in the motor pool as a mechanic. Upon her ascension to the throne, the young queen uh, vowed to devote her life to the service of the realm and to her and the service of her people. And she did just that, often having to make great sacrifices in her personal life. Queen Elizabeth's natal chart speaks of sacrifice and service. You know, um, you just have to look at the node placement to see that, you know, the south node, the north node alignment on the Capricorn ascendant descendant line. Um the, you know, uh, the North Node just in the tip of the sixth house, which is the house of work and service. The Tauran Sun, you know, speaking of strength, determination, and steadiness. The Moon in Leo bestowing a dignity, a royal countenance, the ability to be a lever, leader. Uh, it also blessed her with, you know, a wonderful sense of humor. One of my favorite anecdotes about the Queen took place um, during uh, a visit by the Saudi Arabia's Crown Prince Abdullah in 1998. Um, the Queen suggested that they take a drive around the grounds at Balmoral, her uh, her castle, where he was visiting. And now, now, bear in mind that, you know, here in 2022, women are still not allowed to drive in Saudi Arabia due to religious custom. And... Um, the queen instructed the crown prince to get in the front seat of the uh, royal Land Rover. He did so. And then the monarch, you know, climbed up uh, beside him and drove off at a roaring clip. You know, making a point. Quietly, but making a point. In what was still a world of men for much of her life and reign, Queen Elizabeth stood above them as a strong woman who used her influence and wielded her power wisely. There have been many prime ministers, presidents, dictators, communist heads of state, ayatollahs, etc., 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 over the past 70 years. But there has only been one queen. May she rest in peace. Now history, history is a bloody business. And certainly terrible things have happened over the four or 5,000 years of known history in the world, perpetrated by all peoples of the world in all parts of the world. You know, I've, I spent a lot of my life studying history. It was uh, something I studied in university. It was my, you know, my best subject in high school. And uh, um, you, you name a part of the world and a people, and I'm going to tell you, uh, you know, horror stories in their past. And for that matter, horrible things have happened in the very recent past, in recent history. You know, let's just consider the atrocities, the rapes, and the enslavement of innocents in the Middle East by ISIS, the Islamic State, uh, you know, in their quest to impose a caliphate on the people of uh, Central Middle East in the early 2000s. Now, well, let's go back in time, and here in Canada, the Iroquois nation perpetrated genocide upon the Hurons in the middle of the 1600s. You know, by, you know, 1649, you know, pretty much applying the coup de grace and virtually wiping them out. And yes, in that same period of time, the 1500s, the 1600s, the 1700s, you know, Spain, Portugal, France, Holland, and England were engaged in some expansionism of themselves, and there were some pretty brutal acts, you know, uh, committed in that uh, endeavor. We cannot undo the past, but we can work to make the present better. You know, and from what I saw over my lifetime, Elizabeth II endeavored to do just that.
Thoughts and energies out to the universe today for the innocent people of Ukraine being brutalized and terrorized by Putin's imperialist armies, as well as those for, you know, all those in other places in the world also suffering and struggling to live in wartime, to just to survive in wartime conditions in their homeland due to attack or invasion by hostile neighboring countries, uh, civil war or terrorist insurgency. We have countries in South America, the Middle East, Southeast Asia, and right across the continent of Africa. Several countries in Africa, the people are dealing with uh, with that kind of uh, suffering. Thoughts and energy is also, uh, uh, you know, for young girls and women at risk and suffering because they were denied abortion health care rights by the uh, religious fanatics appointed to the Supreme Court of the United States. Um, thoughts and energies for victims of uh, rampant military-grade semi-automatic gun violence in America. Uh, you know, thoughts and energies for the uh, people in the community in Saskatchewan who were, uh, you know, so horribly assaulted and, uh, you know, so many killed and injured and traumatized uh, last Labor Day weekend, you know, by a, by a you know, a, a criminal person in that community. Um, thoughts and energies finally for our beautiful home the planet Earth, that she may receive the help, new clean technologies, necessary worldwide low birth rates, and changes in policy across the planet to get her back to a healthy state. Now, before we set the, uh, the table for the coming week with planetary activity for the next seven days, let's bring things back to basics. I love back to basics. This is how this astrology stuff works. The planets are always out there doing their thing. You have a natal chart. It is a series of gifts and challenges presented to you at birth. It's kind of like your celestial blueprint. Now, what you do with the stuff in that is up to you. You have agency in your life. Through understanding your natal chart, you can create a operator's manual for yourself. So there's that, and then there's what's up now. And that's where the planets, you know, what they're, where, where the planets are now and what they're doing. And then there's what's up now for you. And we discover that by superimposing the current transits or placements of the planets in the zodiac on your natal chart. This is why I suggest you have your own natal chart in front of you while you listen to this podcast. Okay, now for the astrology for the week of Monday, August 12th to Sunday, August 18th. Uh, September. September 12th to September 18th. Uh, I was doing a little time traveling there. (laughs) So, yes, we're in September. Um, It's been a long day. Weekly moon cycle. Important information for spellcasting for those magically inclined and for day-to-day living for all. Uh, The moon provides an emotion and experience template for us every 28 days. The moon is in its waning phase this week. This phase is good for banishing and purging energy work and spells. The moon is going to transit from Aries to Taurus to Gemini to Cancer this week. So take a look at your natal chart and see where those four signs are. See what planets you have in those signs, how the lunar transit uh, cycle affects your chart. Can give you a good indication as to which areas of life will be highlighted for better for use uh, or, or for worse for you in the coming days. Now let's look at what the inner planets are doing this week. The sun. You know, it starts the week at 19 degrees Virgo. We'll finish up at 26 degrees Virgo. So we're closing out Virgo season this week for 2022. 
Mercury is at 8 degrees Libra retrograde and will travel back to 4 degrees Libra. Uh, Venus is 9 degrees Virgo, is going to move to 17 degrees Virgo. Mars is uh, 12 degrees Gemini, will move to 15 degrees Gemini. So again, back to your natal chart, see where Libra, Virgo, and uh, Gemini are. You know, and via the house rulerships of the houses, those transits are occurring over, you'll be able to see which areas of life are going to be affected by you uh, regarding the, with regard to those planets. Now we have the more constant planetary energy of the middle and outer planets in the zodiac, as well as, you know, some other l slow transiting elements of astrology. Um, now, uh, Jupiter, you know, Jupiter has us still considering the bigger questions in life, you know, has us reflecting on our greater journey at five degrees Aries retrograde. Jupiter is heading back to Pisces, where it's going to finish up 2022. Saturn is bringing the past into the present at 19 degrees. Aquarius retrograde. Uh, Uranus is challenging our existing views on structure and our relationship with convention authority. And authority at 18 degrees. Taurus retrograde. Uh, Neptune is deepening consciousness at 24 degrees. Pisces retrograde. Pluto is revealing shadow truth at 26 degrees. Capricorn retrograde. Chiron the healer is facilitating fresh healing of old wounds at 15 degrees. Aries retrograde. And Black Moon Lilith is stirring energies of seduction, opening magical channels, and enabling empowerment at 16 degrees Cancer. The North Node is at 14 degrees Taurus, and the South Node is 14 degrees Scorpio, so the karmic axis runs low to high from Scorpio to Taurus at that degree point. Now go back to your natal chart and see where those points of Taurus and Scorpio are. Things are brewing there. So let's pull it all together and uh, see, you know, let's just check out the astrological energy of each day of the coming week. Uh, Monday, the moon begins the week in Aries. The sun in Virgo forms a harmonious earth trine with Uranus and Taurus on Sunday and Monday. Um, so closing out the weekend and then bringing this into Monday, uh, you know, and there's an opportunity for success in all sorts of ventures for many people and serendipitous good fortune for those with positive earth planet sign planets. This is, uh, you know, good positive earth element energy that's conducive to fresh starts, to openings and launches, and to new beginnings of all sorts. Uh, the lunar transit in the adventurous and confident uh, cardinal fire sign Aries supports all of this, this you know, uh, these efforts and, uh, and supports, of course, these energies. Um, Tuesday at 7.45, at uh, 7.40 a.m., uh, rather, uh, the moon moves into Taurus. Uh, the Taurus moon is sens sensual and earthy. It's also practical and grounding. Ultimately, it stirs desire for contentment and for security. This lunar transit in day one can help us see our way to solutions to problems that have been holding us back in our day-to-day -day life. Um, Wednesday, the moon and you know the moon in Taurus harmonizes with both the Sun and Venus in Virgo, and it's conjunct Uranus in the North Node. Again, opening uh, um, or you know really adding on to. Um, this great portal of possibility. A good energy day Wednesday for openings and launches. This is also going to be the best date night of the week. Um, then we have, you know, Thursday at 4.16 p.m. Uh, Eastern Daylight Time. The moon transits into Gemini, accelerating lunar, lunar energies. 
this mutable air uh, moon suits uh, um, suits most air and fire signs and rising sign. Uh, so air and fire, sun and rising sign folk best. They're going to be the ones who feel most ex, uh, in sync and dialed in. Water, you know, people, so water rising and rose, water sun, on the other hand, may feel a little out of sorts. Uh, Thursday evening, they might find, you know, they may find themselves needing even more attention than normal from their partner, for example. Uh, so basically, they're, they're responding to a need for reassurance that the relationship is secure and that their emotional commitment is safe. You can just feel like, you know, they could just feel a sense of, oh, things are getting away from me. Um, Friday, Venus in Virgo squares Mars and Gemini, creating a stressful, anxious energy that can have people in general, you know, not just those water people feeling insecure or inadequate, particularly in the relationship part of life. You know, it's going to be best to leave creative projects for another day as well. Um, caution against overindulging in retail or food therapy due to stress or anxiety on Friday. Meditation, yoga, massage, and other spa-related act- uh, activities would be um, healthy choices. Um, the sun in Virgo is opposite Neptune in Pisces, and this will trigger uh, substance addiction-related issues for those predisposed. Again, self-care is the answer. You know, and finally, do not allow yourself to be hustled, scammed, or otherwise deceived due to these nebulous energies on Friday. Saturday, um, things may feel a little frenetic until the moon gets well clear of Mars. Saturday evening, at least in this eastern time zone, offers some nice light social vibes. And I think that extends, you know, uh, right across America. For uh, European people listening to me, for example, this is going to be more midday. I'm allowing for the five or six hour difference, uh, depending on where you are. Um, Sunday at 4 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, the moon moves into Cancer, bring us all back to our emotional home. Everything emotional is accentuated now. Um, so whatever, you know, whatever you got in that inner emotional senior, that's what you're really going to be present with. Um, you'll be drawn to emotional security, um, sentiment. Uh, the can- Cancer moon also boosts intuition. Now, the sun in Virgo trines Pluto and Capricorn Sunday, and this helps bring awareness to authentic desires, you know, for bigger uh, picture ambition in life. So you can have a, you know, this can really inspire new visions. Say, ah, this is what I should be doing. If you've been struggling with a major life choice, this aspect can really help, you know, help you choose a direction and also feel good about it and feel good that you're making the right choice. Now, we've also got Mercury and Libra opposite Jupiter uh, in Aries, and that suggests, you know, that you might, in other areas, you might be making uh, areas of life, you may be tempted to make big promises, um, or some may, and just remember that whomever you made said promise to will also ultimately expect you to deliver. So, you know, grandiosity in speech uh, in general may be something that many encounter either on the, you know, on the receiving end or on the delivering end Sunday and Monday. Uh, if you're on the receiving end, take things with a grain of salt, you know, or a shaker of salt. Um, come, you know, go back for confirmation a couple of days later, just to be sure. Yeah. Um, final notes. Well, uh, there's not going to be a podcast next Monday, September 19th. I'm also going to be sh- closing my studio for sessions that day, uh, out of respect for, um, uh, the funeral of Queen Elizabeth II, which occurs, uh, 
next Monday, September 19th. Uh, for daily aspect reports, follow me on Instagram uh, at Duncan Dillon Montang. Um, you'll find one posted most days in the story section. I also post astrology reports on the blog of my website. You can find a link for that in the bio of my Instagram. Uh, that's it for this week. I want to thank you all for listening. I wish you well. I will be back uh, in two weeks with another episode of The Sky Now. Until then, be good to others and be good to yourself. <laughs>